Hello and welcome to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology related matters and much more besides. I'm Michael Lonnan and today I'm joined by field service expert and clearly a dog lover, as you'll hear in a moment, Danny Weeder. And in this edition, we discuss how technology can help improve safety for field and remote workers. And then we dig into some of the intrinsic benefits that occur as a result of this. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Save or spend? Save. Oh, run or cycle? Mm, run. Cat or dog? Dog. Have you got a dog? Not even a question. No, I would love one. I'm stopping you. Yeah. Oh, the wife. If you had a choice, what sort of dog would you get? Mm, probably a cockapoo, maybe. Ah, uh, you're one of the poo varieties. I see the non-shedding kind. Yeah, I don't know. I just, just, I would love a Munsterana if that means anything to you. No, what's that? But that it's a little bit like a cocker, but different, smaller. As uh, a German dog, beautiful dog, Munsterana. I'll, I'll send you a picture. That's, but, but they want to run all day. You know, what am I going to do with them? Okay, be fair. So, anyway, we digress. We digress. We digress. So uh, we're talking today about the um, sort of safety environment for field workers and how technology can help um, field workers who often are working in isolation, uh, safety for those those people out in the field. So I I think in a number of ways. So first of all, there's sort of, if you like, the indirect way, right? The way of managing safety. Uh, So uh, engineers drive a lot, right? Yep. A lot of the, the they tend to be on the road a lot. Uh, they tend to work very long hours, um, and you need to manage that because obviously dispatchers wants just want to get the jobs done because they have got their own SLAs to meet and customers demands. Uh, but that conflicts with 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 engineers sort of a requirement for having a, a reasonable work length of the working day, uh, and their technology obviously helps by just. Uh, recording and reporting the number of hours uh, engineers work, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the number of hours to drive, the ratio between their driving time and the time uh, on the job, on the working time. Uh, obviously, you want to minimize that because uh, travel, you know, it's by definition not productive. Productive time as you spend uh, working uh, on customer side. Yeah. So uh, there is that. Uh, so there's just the reporting and management aspect, and there's a duty of care as well that employer employers have. They need to make sure uh, that that's within bounds. We've got, uh, for instance, the European Working Time Directive, which limits how long they can work as well. You've got scheduling tools that uh, let you help maximize the, 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 the work time or minimize the traveling time, right? It's very difficult to, to get the scheduling right and therefore uh, also ma- inherently maximize product- productivity of the employees. But obviously, uh, every engineer is happy when they have to drive a little bit less. They want to drive a certain yeah. amount, right? But because they enjoy being out and about. Uh, but obviously, uh, Minimizing that uh, is important. Uh, there are also certain behaviors that, that are important, right? Okay. So you want to encourage engineers uh, to assess the risks 
important take appropriate action. Right? Again, there's a duty of care aspect and there's an actual behavior access. This is not a ticking the box exercise. This is actually really important. So you, you have now risk assessments, which you which you can have. Sorry, uh, so th- is this is this the individuals assessing or logging information about the risk that they're going through? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So 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 and these are quite structured, right? So so uh, you will have on your device a risk assessment questionnaire type, if you like, where which is appropriate to the type of work the engineer does. Uh, and that will ask questions, for instance, are you working at height, right? Yeah. What uh, are there any corrosive distances around you? Yeah. Are you doing hot works? Is there any electrical, um, any risk of electrical shocks or slippages and so on? And then what... Um, what mitigating actions are you taking? Are you using PPE? Uh, are you using gloves? Are you using goggles? It's that sort of stuff that, that that engineers need to log. And they need to log those before they can start work. And that forces the engineer to actually go through a process, right? And it will modify behavior. Um, what happens to that information once it's logged? Where does it go? So typically, it might stay in a database. Yeah, uh, it could get then obviously reported out and reviewed. Uh, it can get printed out. Uh, I think printing is, is a rarity because it happens so often. But the point is that it, people absolutely have to fill that out, right? Yeah. And, and it also puts the honest engineer then because if he if he does have an accident uh, and he didn't. Um, Follow the procedure. We didn't. He didn't don the PP and so on, right? Then uh, you know, there's also an aspect of that that the company isn't then exposed to litigation because the company, yeah, uh, he, if he didn't follow procedure, that's more of his issue than the company's. I guess. I guess if the individuals are logging this information and it's getting reported and stored and and managed, either uh, depending on the job, obviously it's been managed. The, the responses are being given by the technology itself is advising the individuals what they should do, or by an individual. But that must give um, the must give the the field service organisation a lot of confidence that actually the field workers are being not necessarily supported, but are being given the right information and the right advice to do the job in the safest way possible. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And and, and I mean, what should happen, and, 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 and in my experience, does tend to happen that these, these questionnaires aren't static, right? Okay. They, they do get changed with the input from engineers, so they do get reviewed. And some of them are very extensive. Some of them literally can run to, I've seen ones that run to 50 pages. Sorry, oh. 50, 50 questions, not 50 pages. 50 questions. I'm not sure it's worse. Quite, quite extensive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sort of in a similar vein, what people have started introducing or companies have started introducing is vehicle checklists. Because obviously when you drive, you're only as safe as your vehicle. Yeah. And it's quite important that the tire pressures get checked, the engine oil gets checked, uh, the thread and so on. So companies have also introduced sort of a weekly or sometimes even a daily sort of cursory check on your vehicle in the morning, again, to make sure that, um, yeah, that it's as safe as can be. 
And it follows a similar pattern that sometimes uh, these engineers do need to log onto a device. Um, and as they do that, they have to confirm that the vehicle is safe to drive. Okay, so they're logging onto the device wherever they are. The information is then being put back into the back system, basically going back into the back system, and that information has been assessed, and then advice and guidance is then given from there. Yeah, and it's very much about, it's probably more about creating the discipline to force the engineer to record his tire pressure, right, rather than anything more than that. Because once the discipline is there, They'll, 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 they'll act accordingly. And another thing is, and I think you mentioned mentioned earlier, is that that, that, that of course uh, engineers very often, or usually perhaps, work by themselves, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, the, the, perhaps the obvious aspect of that is you feel alone, uh, working perhaps at night at, at a site that's remote, right? Uh, what happens if something happens to you? Nobody knows, right? So the various technologies now that uh, remote uh, worker technologies, uh, and one of the things uh, we can do, for instance, with Microsoft uh, Field Service is to monitor how long an engineer hasn't moved because we have his coordinates, right? right. And if he doesn't leave customer site within a specific amount of time, that can create an uh, email to a supervisor perhaps who might contact him find out what's going on yeah um you know so that the various technologies that help ensure that if something happens on site uh it gets discovered as quickly as possible uh of course then there are specific devices that are that the engineer uh raise an alarm if he's able to perhaps from a you know from a type of small smartwatch or a gadget that he that he that he has on his body so if he's fallen or anything like yeah. that, or something's landed on yeah. him, he's able to report this off. And it, it's because the systems are linked, it's then telling, as you say, the supervisor what's going on, and then they can take action from there. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very much so. Um, and and there's also another aspect, again, where technology can help, and this is perhaps a little bit more unusual, right, but where... Um, you know, we tend to think uh, very often that engineers go into businesses to fix maybe the air conditioning or whatever, but they also have to go to private uh, private properties. Yeah, and there you have another you have a security issue on occasions, right? If you work in perhaps in social housing, you may have some tenants who are have antisocial behaviour, right? And there, um, you may need to arrive at two engineers to have safety numbers, as it were. So again, systems now are capable of recording uh, this type of information. So, so it flags it up when you log a call, when you log a service work order for a property where this risk exists, flags it up, and then you automatically know you need to send two engineers or an escort of some sort. So it, it's a security, security can be concerned as well. If you're working in a remote part of the country, on your own, in wind, rain, snow or sun, day or night, up a pylon or down in a tunnel, performing your job to the best of your ability, it's reassuring to know that via your tablet, phone or even a watch, you remain connected to your base of operations. 
So if something should go wrong, the alarm is immediately raised. Or if you do need to provide job and risk updates, you can do so in real time. Now that's the power of technologies, technologies such as Microsoft Field Service, which are essential in providing that lifeline to your most important assets, your people. I think it was JW Marriott who once said, if you take care of your employees, they will take care of your customers and your business will take care of itself. And on that note, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves.